This week's episode, Here's What I Don't Get, is brought to you in part by the Patriot Auto Group. The Patriot Auto Group. Are you a five foot six man trying to get with a big, tall Amazon lady? Well, guess what? Your shortness is no longer an issue because we'll sell you a big ass lifted truck that'll disguise the fact that you're actually a small little manlet. Are you a single army wife living back at home while your husband's fighting in Iraq and you got six illegitimate children you got to get around? Well, we'll sell you a big ass panel van Hummer with. Man, <laughs> a big ass panel van hummer that you uh, it's got covered in yellow ribbons so you can support our troops and if you act now we'll sell you two truck nuts also with ribbons on them patriotto group now available now selling cars inside your local dollar general <laughs> Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get, from north to south, east to west, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker. That's right. And with me today, <laughs> uh, you know him, it's Tab Burt. We put on these goofy accents because... Uh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome back now. Yeah, hey, y'all, welcome back now. Because um, it's, it's been 107 episodes, and now we're going to do this show like, like Oklahoma intended. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're talking on the way on the way here to record. And, um, for me, sometimes it actually just really just does slip out. Just it, it, yeah, because I don't know. It just it just does. Um, you well, know, like like I now I've so for the last couple of years I've been saying howdy as my mm-hmm. you know instead of saying hey to people because yeah. it's like you know I'm from Oklahoma. You're you're expecting a little bit of it, yeah. So you can just have it right up front, and then you can spend the rest of the time confused as to why I don't. Then say y'all and ain't and things. Um, I think my sister has it the worst. Where it, like she'll slip into it real bad sometimes. Yeah, y'alls, like like real thick y'alls. I hate the, I hate y'all. I hate yeah. so much. I hate that <laughs> word so much. But uh, you might be wondering um, who who this new sponsor is. <laughs> it's actually a real place. We are we are driving over here. So not with us today is uh, Todd Seidel's not here because we're recording in my apartment because this Mac computer that we use to play sound effects decided last week sometime that it needed to update, despite me not despite me telling it not to update. Yes. And the update failed. So we spent uh, an hour and 20 minutes yesterday not doing the show because we had to wait for this Correct. fucking computer to reinstall Mac OS uh, because Mac just works. Just works. But uh, yeah, so we were driving over here this morning, and this big, like, lifted F three hundred and fifty SUV just gi- with the cab with the yeah gigantic SUV um, that was then up on what had to been like forty inch tires, something like that. Patriot Auto Group, big old uh, decal all over it, American flag. All it was the- digital camo, <laughs> like American flag digital camo. Yeah. Uh, with their, you know, services written all over and their yeah, absolutely horrendous just, to look at. And so we started riffing in the car about like what the Patriotto Group is there for, yeah. and that became the ad this week. So, yep. um, hey, real quick, we got one other sponsor this week. Uh, Tabs homemade salsa. Oh yeah, I made some salsa this week. Yep. I I uh, I had a lady over and I cooked dinner. And I made everything from scratch except mm-hmm. for the rice because I don't make rice. 
<laughs> but I made I made a fresh salsa, and I think I finally perfected my salsa recipe. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, um, it's a it's a nice sweet. It's sweet at first, and then it gets real spicy. Yep, but uh, not too spicy. Not too spicy. You can get like, it. It's already gone for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I've got some. a little bit of tingle. Yeah, but it's really it's not like uh, when I brought it to work and people are like, "Is this from like a scale of one to dead? Like, what's the spiciness level?" I'm like, "Oh, it's like a four. It's really not that yeah. spicy." Uh, but I think I finally nailed down this recipe. I've got it exactly the way it should be. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to branch out and try the next recipe. So I don't know what that's going to be. Yeah. Maybe maybe a different kind of pepper. Maybe something with, uh, uh, who knows. Yeah. So if you hear a little crunch, crunch, you know, here and there. That's- it's this irresistible salsa. Um, yeah. So yesterday, since in since we didn't have the soundboard, we yeah. we did uh, episode two of What's Wrong with Space. That's right. And Tim and I sat down and talked about season two of the Next Generation that he's been watching or that he finished watching. Yeah. Um, and then tomorrow we're recording bonus episode 27, 26, 27. Is it really twenty six, twenty seven? Yeah. Um, and that so that'll be coming out this month, and then. Uh, we got the voting for the movie commentaries also yes. this month. Is that and that's almost uh that might be closed by the time this comes out? No, well the the submissions are the submissions closed, will be closed yeah. but and I've got the list. I'll read it later in the episode. But the the voting will be open. It's time to vote. Uh, and I think this time for the first time we're gonna have to turn down a submission because it has in the past been vetoed. Uh, you guys, come on. Maybe we need do we need to put the list of the vetoes up? No, somewhere? because then people will only submit those. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get like all it'd be all vetoes, but one. And we'll have to watch. Have one. to watch that one. That would be pretty diabolical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've been sick for the last. Oh, geez, I you had got, a, like sick right after the episode came out, and then yeah, I had a touch of the flu last week. Real, real shitty thing to happen. Yeah, that's uh, that's really lame. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> Uh, it was not fun. I finally had some days off this week. I had Sunday and Monday off, which is great. And then today I'm working this evening and then I have Wednesday and Thursday off. Man. Um, you're working less than me. I know (laughs) my, my, uh, the house carpenter and I are both working less hours combined than our fat piece of shit coworker is this week nice yeah because nice. probably for guy. a change right for for the the second time in 10 weeks last week we both had we both were scheduled for 50 hours and he was scheduled for 60 mm-hmm. and and that was like the first time we had more few hours than him but then this week he and i both were like fucking t- tired i'm taking days off so we started taking days off and uh and then i looked at the, we got the schedule and i looked at it and i was like huh well, he's working he's working six days and we're yep. working a combined six days that's nice. pretty great so fuck that guy <laughs> uh what else do we got what else do we have going on um that's about it yeah we've got um so we're it's recording- it's nutcracker season yeah. Every, every, uh, just, you could throw a rock basically and probably hit someone who's doing the nutcracker because pretty much every dance school, uh-huh. uh, like, you know, your kids, your kids ballet class, their recital at 
their winter recital is just the nutcracker. the nutcracker. You can't hit. You can't like go. You can't enter a single store without hearing do 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 do. Why would you do that do, to me, Tim? Do 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 do. I think there. I think every every big theater in Tulsa has the Nutcracker in it right now. Uh, be it a children's show, uh, there's the professional ballet is doing it. Like OKC Ballet is doing it. Tulsa Ballet is doing it. Yeah. Uh, Wichita Ballet is. Do- I mean, all the professional ballets are doing it. And the reason why they're doing it. Oh, and then oh, and then the real reason why I brought this up. They're making a Nutcracker movie. Yes, they are. That we saw the trailer in front of like came the out Predator. Uh, yeah. Uh, it looks terrible. It looks like someone who's never even seen the ballet because the whole ballet, the ballet only exists because act one is 45 minutes and it's a story about a girl who gets the worst present of all of her cousins and and family members. So she like fantasizes about it not sucking. Yeah. And then act two is her in Candyland while she watches the dances of all the different groups. And what it does is it allows every, pretty much every person in your ensemble to have a quote solo dance, okay. Oh yeah, so yeah, because it's just yeah. Russian, yeah. Chinese, mother Gen- like just dance at sugar plums, ice fairies, just dance after dance after dance after dance after dance after dance after dance. Absolutely no plot to the second act, but they're taking it and they're making Clara like a hero and and stuff, and she's like fighting in a war. It's like, like what? I assume it's like the Rat King versus the fairies. And- well, that's the thing in the trailer that I saw. I didn't even see the Rat King or yeah. the Nutcracker, and I'm like, how? What? What is? What? Yeah, weird. And it's it already had the Nutcracker, and then there was a subtitle, which I don't remember what like, the subtitle was. What like like this is going to be a big franchise of yeah. Nutcracker shit. Every Christmas, we're releasing a new Nutcracker film. Revenge of the Rat King. I just wish. I just wish that like just one year, one ballet would be like, we're not doing the Nutcracker. Fuck you, you people have seen it. Because the other thing is that these ballets that do it. They designed the set like 35 years ago, yeah. And they're just used, they've been using the same set uh-huh. forever. And and like the children's ballets, you know, the sometimes the, very rarely will they upgrade something, yeah. yeah, yeah. The professional ballets, the, the cycle is you get a new artistic director, so your artistic director, you have like your artistic director, the, the master ballet yeah, yeah. guy or girl or whatever. And then when that person retires, their last year, they raise a shitload of money, they design a new set. And they re-choreograph the whole thing, and then they leave, and the new guy has to deal with that shit show uh-huh. for the next 30 years until he <laughs> retires. <laughs> so there's a couple, I think um, I think Oklahoma City just did a redesign like seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. so they're stuck with that one. And then Tulsa Ballet, theirs is, theirs is like 25 years old, but I think that they are saying in the next couple of years they're going to redesign it. Huh. So, hmm. yeah, that's my that's my Christmas cheer for all of you this yeah. year. <laughs> uh, why don't we get into some issues? All right. So, so what's your what's your? Here's what I don't get: risk aversion. Okay. Uh, and by here's what I don't get, it's like here's what I have real bad is risk aversion, uh-huh. and we all do. It's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. baked into our mammalian brain. Uh-huh. You know, we've got the three brains. And uh, like our mammalian brain is good about weighing things. And I think more and more, and this kind of ties into like, I was looking at some of our issues and not to say that this is a superset, but just that it's like, it's a, it's a specific piece of a lot of issues on the, on the list, like uh phone call paralysis. That's one oh, yeah, yeah. where you, you just don't want to do a thing 
because you're not sure of the outcome yeah. and like the Fear risk the is the risk is too great. Yeah. And so we have this aversion to risk and like I all I often think of things in a risk versus reward. You know, that's that's what everything comes down to is risk versus reward. What's the risk? What's the reward? Yeah. Is yeah. is one more than the other? But I feel like we all unless it's like a 10% chance of failure, we're all just like, nope, not going to do it. Like we people won't ask for raises they they don't yep. negotiate their salary yep. because they're afraid that they either won't get the job or, or you get, get fired, fired yeah. for asking for the raise um and i'm trying really really hard to be less risk averse in like my personal life and uh you know so like a few months ago there was an opportunity to negotiate for more pay and i did so yeah um and you know in trying to date people now it's like I'm trying to put myself out there more than I think I used to mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like what's the, what's the worst that happens? Like they say, no, no you can't have you a raise. Yeah. They're like, no, I don't want to go out for drinks with you. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh, it's no big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, there, the tomorrow is another day kind of deal. And but, we all know that, but it is still, we, but it's still like, it just fucking paralyzes yeah. you. It's yeah. like fucking calling someone on the phone. I'll, I'll, I still will just put off a phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll call you when I get off work and we can get together. And then like I get all the way home and take off my shoes and lay down on my bed. Because that's mm-hmm. normally what I do when I get home is just lay down. And you got your, your phone right there and you're li- just minutes. looking at it. And you're like... No, I'm playing on my phone. I'm like doing stuff. And I'm like, that, oh, I yeah. should really make this phone call. Yep. Like, like, what the fuck, man? Just, just get... It's like, it's all in your head. It's all about getting out of your head. And man, I just don't understand why I, I want to, it's gotta be something like in your childhood. It's gotta be some, some point in your life. Like it pushed the switch and it made you less willing to do things that were scary. Like you remember when you were a kid and it'd be like, you're like building shit ramps and jumping uh-huh. your bike off yep. of them. Like just a, like a cinder block and a piece of wood. <laughs> and that was all the engineering plan yeah. that went, and you just go, go as fast as you possibly could yep. and h- jump that thing. And that was the end of the consequences trail. Like yeah. the risk was not looking cool and the reward <laughs> was looking cool. Yeah. And then at some point, I, I don't know, maybe like when you hit a teenager and you, the I, aspect of looking cool changes yeah. and it's like, okay, uh, well, the risk is actually that I hit this ramp and it fails and I just face plant right in the ground uh-huh. and, and, both hurt myself and look like an idiot. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm aloof. Yeah. Uh, and then that just rewires and goes even further. Something teaches us timidity because mm-hmm. when you like, like you look at like toddlers and toddlers have a fear of nothing, nothing. which is why they are so, so dangerous yes. to themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, I guess it's like you touch the stove, the hot stove too many times and you burn your hand and then you like, but instead of just thinking like, oh, the stove's hot, you're like, everything's hot. I can't touch anything. Yeah. I need to live inside a plastic bubble. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot, like the last. Yeah. You ever see the movie Along Comes Polly? No. Or Along Came Polly? It's Ben Stiller ben and Jennifer Aniston. Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Yeah. Right, that movie. He plays a uh, a risk assessment, like a like an insurance kind of thing. Yeah. He assesses... Uh, 
risks for like very wealthy clients that want to do like incredibly dangerous stuff. <laughs> but he himself is very incredibly risk averse. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just want to agree with that. It's like yes, man. Uh, or, or like that, yeah, yeah, like that. The Jim Carrey lives his whole life like avoiding any everything until until he starts to say yes to everything. And then he finds his manic pixie dream manic girl. Manic pixie dream girl. God, I hate that fucking trope in films. Like, uh, I I wish there was a version of that movie that didn't have that aspect to it. Yeah. But I don't know how they how you do the movie. Or she was just a regular person. Or she was just like a normal person. Yeah, it wasn't like in a terrible band and yeah. rode a scooter and stuff. <laughs> uh yeah, there's got to be, I don't know, something's got to shock you out of your complacency in order to make you, and like, I'm I'm really trying and really fucking up a lot of the time. That's <laughs> yeah, life, man. Uh, but it's just, it's just like, I don't know. I don't understand everything, everything. It feels like, in my mind, everything has to be a sure thing or it's almost not even worth it. Like, it even, it's even, I feel like there's a lot of procrastination on in in the way you'll handle projects like um well like i have a friend who's talked for months but wants to start a podcast right yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like oh, you should just do it like just mm-hmm. you know what do, what what materials do you need yeah that to to be able to do this like well i just i need a microphone like amazon usb mic yep no problem those yetis aren't bad uh the no, it's not, it's not the yeah yep. the 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 blue yeti yeah uh the like here's a usb mic you know just use audacity to record like it won't sound very good just just record like six episodes yeah do a a bunch of test episodes and then and then at least you'll you'll have done it you just have to get in the habit of doing it because if if i wasn't in the habit of recording this show every week i would just be like oh well we can uh we can put it off till next week like it's not not a big deal and then but we're in a habit we're in a and so but it's been months and he hasn't, hasn't, I've like, I've offered like, Oh, you know, if you'd rather use better equipment, like you yeah. can use mine, yeah. you, I'll, I'll loan you. I've got, you know, we're using Todd studio now. Like you can definitely borrow my interface. Uh, I'll need it back on occasion, <laughs> Yeah, but like, or, or actually not my interface, my field recorder. Cause I barely use that. Oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like just take that. It's that's super That'd be easy. Much better than your computer. Yeah. yeah. Hit you hit record and then you're boom, you're going. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just like a risk of putting yourself out there yep. and and the time and so we talk ourselves into thinking like well it won't be very good unless i have all this stuff and so we don't do it like think about the sound quality of when you started the show versus now yeah yeah like you were using a di- totally different mic even even like when i moved back to tulsa and we're doing it in person you've got your mic that was a condenser and my uh-huh. mic that was dynamic yep. and uh i'm spilling into your mic all the time and then we switched to these these new mics and we got the boom arms and like we've just slowly progressed and yeah it would it would have been great if we could have just had all that from the beginning jumped into Todd Studio yeah. with <laughs> new mics with you know what are uh the RE four or RE twenties mm-hmm. and the liquid joint moving boom arms or the SM seven Bs and Ooh, yeah. And uh, a state-of-the-art Yamaha console with Dante networking and <laughs> and like a but 
No one, no one gets that. No one's going to just start doing that. Yeah. Like, unless you were really, unless you had all that stuff for something else. And so moving these little steps at a time, um, like I've been, I was real bad about it. I try to not be bad about it, but like I'm, I'm moved, I moved in this apartment just like last month. Right. Yeah. And so yesterday I had the day off. So I worked on what I call box wall, mm-hmm. which is over kind of to your, to your right. And it's just a stack. It's literally stacks yeah. of boxes of stuff that yep. I need to unpack, but there's nowhere for that stuff to go. Like I need more shelves so I can unpack those boxes. Yeah. But there was a bunch of stuff in those boxes that I could unpack so rather than being like, well, I'll wait until I just like, I just went through the boxes and consolidated and unpacked what I could unpack. And I ended up throwing away a bunch of stuff, like a bunch right. of empty boxes. Yeah. Like, oh, those are all done. And the box wall got smaller rather than talking myself into saying, oh, I'll do it. Well, I'll do it once I order some shelves. Yep. And then it's like, oh, well, the shelves are, are uh, 115, 120 bucks. And like, I really need to pay it this or that or, yeah. you know. Just, just it would have been a cycle. Just do, yeah. Just a cycle of, of you know, I put off. I was gonna start buying these shelves when I, the last apartment I lived in, mm-hmm. but I talked myself out of doing it because I was like, well, I don't want to move them, and then there was uncertainty about whether or not I was actually gonna stay in Tulsa, and and then I ended up here, and I was just like, no, I need to start actually. Well, doing things like I live, live yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. instead of living like a fucking nomad <laughs> instead of putting all my stuff in a hundred different spots. Like yeah. I need everything that I own to be in this apartment. I needed to have a place to be and I need it out of these fucking cardboard boxes. And then when the lease is up and I decide, Hey, I don't want to live here anymore. I'll deal with that issue when I get to it, yep. but I'm tired of fucking putting myself on hold because I'm uncertain about what I'm going to do next. Fuck what happens next, man. Do what is going to be what is going to be the most fun right now. Good advice. Yeah. Now let's see if I can follow it. <laughs> so Tim, what's your uh, issue this week? Uh, issue? Here's what I don't get. Fire alarms. Yeah. Um boop, boop. Oh, Tim, we got to get out of here. There's a fire. <laughs> Uh, here's why I don't get them. My fire alarm went off yesterday in my house for no one, no, no reason. There was no fire. No one had been cooking anything. Your fever got too high. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, and here's the thing. I don't know what ungodly demon they got to record the sound of our fire alarm. But wherever you are, Belfagor, uh, here's a big old middle finger to you. Um, so it's not just a tone? Oh, no. Oh, no. Our, our, our fire alarm is built into the house. Like, it's like we don't have the, oh, the wow. circles okay, around. Oh, wow. So I didn't understand that. Yeah, no, no. no. There's, a, there's a thick cone in uh, like a ver- the corner of our dining room. That's, that's wall. It's it's in the wall. Yeah, attached to the wall, plugged into the house. Okay, and it it is a like 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 that's that, like an old style fire engine. The no, I wish it was that. That is a much more pleasing sound. This is just a straight um, guttural tone. 
like a like a Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah, there's a fire, brother. <laughs> I would. Oh man, if I had a rock, Macho Man Randy Savage, be like, oh yeah, Jim, it's a fire. There's a fire around here. There's only one way to stop this fire. That's to snap into a slim gym. <laughs> Man, that would be so much more peaceful. Instead it's, of snapping into a slim gym, you better snap out the window because this house is burning down. It's like, um, it's like I don't know if you remember the the sound of the one from school, but it's like a, yeah. But it's so piercingly loud. Um, imagine if you just took the just just the low end from that. Okay. And made it constant. That's weird. Yeah, it's a weird low ringing. I wonder if it's, it's meant to like it's, if loud. it's low end so that it transfers to like, structural members. That's what that's what it is because it's it's almost like um uh it's the same ringing as the as my doorbell, which is the same style. Okay. Like the the chime for my doorbell is all the way across the house. That from the seems front door. really bizarre. There's a box in, in that hallway. You know, the, the hallway. There's yeah, like, yeah. There's just a box in, there's a box about uh, five by two mm-hmm. uh, up, up near the ceiling. And it's got, it's basically just a giant speaker. Yeah. But it, it reverberates like, like big, big old chimes through the house. That's weird. Yeah. And it's like that, but 10 times louder and just constant. Uh Man, uh, and so it got me thinking of like all the times in school, all the fire alarms that had been pulled slash purposefully mm-hmm. uh, gone off. And there's, it's like I'm gonna infomercial it up. There's got to be a better way, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, I really hate fire alarms because they they I hate the, like the peer there's there's the shrill piercing tone mm-hmm. that they play and the other thing is so you, it's like you talked about being in school right so when we were in school the fire alarm goes off and the teachers are like all right everybody get up we gotta leave yep but then when you become an adult and fire alarms go off people just don't give a shit yeah uh, I was at I was at a jazz festival and I was working. I was a, the onstage sound person and I'm walking down through the house. They're, they're rehearsing on stage. I'm walking down through the house to the, to the sound console and the fire alarms start going off and all these people are sitting around and they're just, they just like, they look like chickens just staring up into the, into the sky. Like, who, 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 who? And they're just looking around like what's, and I, and I just, I pause for a second. I go, don't everybody get up all at once. And then, and then, Oh, is, should we, do we need to, eva- yeah, you need to evacuate. That's a fire alarm. <laughs> like, is there a fire? I, how would I know? I'm standing right next to you. Yeah. I learned this the same way you did. When that thing started flashing and making a really, really, really annoying noise. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's how you know, like, if that's not going to get people out of their seats. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. So it's not just like, I don't like sirens because you know what's a good siren? The Wednesday twelve o'clock. The Wednesday siren. twelve o'clock siren. So for those Man, who is don't that a know, good siren? in Tulsa on uh, Wednesdays at right at top of twelve noon, the tornado sirens go off, but only on sunny days. Yeah, which actually that's going to happen here in seventeen minutes. <laughs> Sweet, we <laughs> go outside the field. Recorder. Oh no, today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Um, and uh, but what's weird is there's so there's a I think Coop Brewing. They have a 
a beer called Siren Saturday. Uh-huh. And I was like, why the fuck is this called Siren Saturday? Sirens go off on Wednesday. And then I remembered, okay, see area, it's Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah. And theirs are way louder and way more annoying. The ones here are nice. They really are. They're pleasant, almost. Almost. There's that one. Because ours ours spin around, so you get a Doppler effect. You get a Doppler effect, The The... Oklahoma City area ones are just a pole and they go out in all directions. So there's a, in Norman, there's a, they have the Norman Renaissance Fair, which is just like a little tent fair. And they're, it's on the Saturday at noon, these sirens go off and they go off for like a full minute. And there's a siren right there in the middle of the park where they have the thing. And it is miserable, absolutely miserable to be anywhere in that park when that thing goes off because there's no Doppler effect. So you don't even get, the because ours Doppler, see, so it's for about 15 seconds, you get a lesser decibel loudness and then it swings back on you and it goes off for a full minute. Huh. See, that's funny because I think the, the, <laughs> the one here in Tulsa is, is, it might not be as miserable, but it's the, it's the epitome of the misery because it's, it's basically saying, yeah, it's halfway through the work week slash school week. Don't kill yourself yet. You're almost there. <laughs> it's it's the meteorological equivalent of going hump day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except not as annoying, even though it's a loud siren. Um, also, the old timey fire alarm, the the one, the crank ones. Yeah, the the like fire engine sound. Uh, yes, those are much more pleasing. So here's the thing. Here's what I think fire alarms should be, right? The ear piercing noise doesn't get people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what, I mean, it, it gets their attention, but it doesn't get people out, right? Flashing lights. Okay, the flashing lights, super fucking disorienting. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, I was working at a, one, one of the theaters I worked at. The fire alarm, we've, we finished the show. We're shutting everything down. Like, we're done for the night. Lights all go off. And we're about to walk out the like start walking out out of the building, and the fire alarms go off, and it was like the end of Alien when she's running through the yeah, dark theater, yeah, yeah. and it's like strobes yeah. all off because they're all off sequence. Yeah. So it's just like boom, 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 uh, flash, 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 like down the down the hallway, uh-huh. and we're like, what "That's the cool." It was cool, but it was also I'm thinking, okay, so what happens if this were to happen, and there were a bunch of people here? Yeah, like. Uh, it just it was dark and and spooky, and then you couldn't really tell where you were going because everything's flashing off sequence. Here's what I think needs to happen. I think the lights need to be tinted red. I agree. Um, so that it looks like, cause, cause how often do you see a sci-fi movie where something goes wrong and they go into like low power mode mm-hmm. and, and everything it, turns red? Everything turns red. How long do you see a guy? How often do you see a guy at his command console just going like? I guess that's nothing. And you click, go, go on clicking <laughs> buttons, right? Right. Everyone knows. Red alert, man. Red alert. Yeah. Um, they should be, and they should be, instead of strobes, they should be the sir- the spinning sirens yep. so that it. Movement. Mo- there's there's movement. Yeah. Yes. So you got, you got the light, you got the light, the color change, you got movement. I think we need some sort of subsonic sound the way the police car, the way police cars do have now. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumble, because I think that'll get more. That'll get people more than a, a, a you know, a 
shrill scream will. Yeah. So you need that paired with a voice announcement. A voice announcement. A very uh, slightly British. There is a know, fire. Please exit the building. Yes. There is a fire. I, Please exit the buildings. And if we can, if if it's if it's possible, you need like just that little ex bit of extra like like research and development into that voice to yeah. give it a slightly creepy tone. No, it doesn't. It shouldn't have Not a creepy, creepy tone. Well, so, it has to, so I, here's one thing I I learned. Uh, yeah. The city that I used to live in, the crosswalks when you when you pushed them, they would say wait, uh-huh. and the wait was a command, right? Yeah, man's voice. And then when the light turned green, it would say like now crossing first at Main. That was a woman's voice because uh-huh. that was like nice and inviting. Whereas the man's voice is like this shit needs to you need to stop. Uh-huh. And I was like. This is kind of sexist, but I, but I know, I know that the reason why it was set up like that is because of market research yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, development and stuff. Not, but you know, so it has to be a man's voice. <laughs> okay. So maybe, maybe not overt, not overtly creepy though, but I mean, it, needs, it needs to be like, just, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, like it needs to be just slightly big brother esque. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Slightly dystopian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and then the other thing that would be really nice that buildings should start doing is they should start inc- incorporating LED strips into their, like, the... Crowning? The, the footboards and the crown molding. Yeah. And those should be programmed to chase in the direction of the nearest direction of the exit. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That's, that's, like, my perfect fire safety. But no... Loud noises and flashing lights. That's no, that meep, meep, meep. Uh, except, uh, except imagine that, but like I have like a high three year old squeaky voice. Meep, meep, meep. Ah, yeah. And so you're, you're, you're middle of the night, dark theater, that sound, lights flashing un- disconcertingly, and you're trying to like make your way out of a yeah. network, a maze of hallways <laughs> to get to outside and also call engineering and be like, hey, is there actually a fire yeah. in this building? And then they're like, oh, no, we're just doing a, a normal test. Like, you're doing a test at 1130 at night? We didn't think anybody was going to be there. <laughs> oh, oh, well, uh, maybe, maybe next time. Fucking call somebody and we can tell you whether or not there will be people there. That's a good issue. Thank you. Fire alarms. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by... The Rikita News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news stories do we have today? Well, um, one of our favorite movies... Okay. ...is coming to life. Okay. Not talking about The Lion King. That's not one of our favorite movies. Maybe one of your favorite And it's also movies. not coming to life. It's all CG. <laughs> um, you don't like Lion King? It's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Of all, the, of all the Disney animated musicals of the 90s, it's the least offensive. Oh, no, it's not. What's the least offensive one? It's... Well, Hercules is the best one. Oh, Hercules is terrible. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you at all. Are you kidding me? It's, it's so the best stupid. One. It's so good. It's so bad. It's Greek mythology mixed with gospel. Ugh. It's so good. No. That movie is amazing. That movie is super lame. I don't even know you. Would 
That's that's followed closely by Mulan, by the way. Oh, Mulan. Yes. Oh, get the fuck Come out on. of here. That is yeah. Uh, anyways, um there is now an African island. Um it's it's known to locals as Monkey Island. Okay. Because it is now home to more than 60 chimps who are incredibly territorial, notoriously protective of its shores. Uh-huh. Um, and they've all been freed from U.S. testing labs. And sent to an African island? Yes. Why not just fucking kill them? I, I, PETA? I don't know. Fuck PETA, man. Um, not only that, but, uh, you know what they were testing them all for and all, and with? AIDS? Uh. Super AIDS. Not just. Oh, good. No, like, uh, AIDS Ebola. They were being experimented on at a controversial virus testing laboratory set up by the New York Blood Center in Liberia in 1974. This is when that started. This is when this started. Um, they were all infected with multiple diseases like hepatitis and river blindness <laughs> to help scientists develop vaccines for humans. Okay, so we pumped a bunch of monkeys full of diseases for forty years. For forty years, and then parked their asses on an island. Yes, that's not going to come back on us. <laughs> oh man, it's it's the real life Planet of the Apes, dude. We need to island. firebomb this island off the face of the planet. Yeah. Um, we actually almost we almost killed them all. Good with Ebola back in twenty fourteen when that <laughs> happened. Did we send in an Ebola monkey to, oh, you know, we'll really kill all these fucking disease monkeys. We'll send one Ebola monkey yeah. and that'll infect all them and then they'll all die from Ebola. Firebomb it, man. Yeah. Um, Get some boats. So they had caretakers originally who had worked with the, them since the 70s, like people they trusted, you know, and like, they ripped those people apart and ate them. Well, like, no, like James Franco and John Lithgow is yeah. the new one um, and what they're the other, the, the lady. Um, they were paid to take them food and water every day and take care of them. And then the Ebola, um, the mass African Ebola mm-hmm. back in 2014 happened and they couldn't go. And when they went back, monkeys were like, uh, uh-uh, you guys abandoned us. You get the fuck away from us. <laughs> yeah. These monkeys need to be killed. Yeah. They are going to grow super smart. They're going to get blue eyes. They're not going to get smart because they're all monkeys are useless. <laughs> I hate monkeys. They're going to, they're somehow going to like come across a radio. Like a, they're going to somehow like there's going to, they're going to have like, there's going to be a giant piece of metal in the, on the Island. Mm-hmm. And it's going to somehow reverberate with the sounds of an episode of survivor. And they're going to learn how to create fire and the wheel, and they're going to quickly evolve and just kill all of us. Yeah, we need to intervene right now. Nuke it. Here, here's here's the kicker. In 2015, the Humane Society decided to take on care of the chimps, mm-hmm. and in 2017, the NYB the NYBC pledged five million euros to pay for their future food and medical needs. Why would you keep feeding the fucking monkeys? They're monkeys. Just let them die out, man. Oh, I feel like I'm in goddamn Crazyville. Yeah, you know who? You know what else is Crazyville? Is this next story? Uh, takes place in Nebraska, Omaha, oh. Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. An elementary school principal in Omaha is on administrative leave. 
Okay. After asking teachers to not celebrate Christmas in classrooms. Here that's not that's not that this gets more specific, okay? An internal memo signed by the principal um included a list of Christmas related items and activities that could not be used in classes. Okay. Um so here's here's the list. Uh here's the quote. I will do my best to communicate the expectation from here on out, which aligns. Okay. Yada, yada, yada. These are not acceptable. Using images of Santa's or Christmas items on worksheets. Okay. Trees in classrooms. Trees in classrooms. Not Christmas trees. Trees in classrooms. <laughs> Elf on the shelf. All right. Singing carols. Okay. Playing Christmas music. Making ornaments. Playing Christmas gift. music. Give this man a fucking medal. <laughs> Hold on. Making Christmas uh, gift or making ornaments as, as gifts, reindeer in general. Okay. Um, Christmas movies. Good. Here, here's here's the here's the part of the, here's the actual bit of the article. The most curious, not acceptable item: candy canes. Why? According to this person, the shape of a candy cane and its color strongly represent Christianity and Catholicism. <laughs> Because here's the quote: historically, the shape is a J is a for J. Jesus. G for Jesus. Oh my God! <laughs> the red is for the blood of Christ, and the white is a symbol of His resurrection. Oh! And then here's the kicker: this will also include different colored candy canes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what a dumbass! What an idiot! I mean, I'm all for the no Christmas music thing, yeah, as we all know. But uh, man, <laughs> the <laughs> J is for Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the, blood, the red is his blood. There's someone who's like a little wound, a little too uh-huh. tight. Yeah. Um. Well, this has been. The Réseau Nouvelle Rikida, définitivement pas de fausse nouvelle. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what it doesn't take care of? Candy canes. For J for Jesus. Uh, if you want to help us get some more J's for Jesus, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for Tim's Eating Some Salsa. So I'll tell you, here's what I don't get, which is the name of the show. Um, and over there we have four tiers. We have our one buck tier where you get early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini sodes where we talk about some of those little tiny problems that just bug, that cloy and annoy. I need to write one down right now. Uh, and then we have our two buck tier where we th- release some of our, like the random stuff we decide to do when we have a extra bonus, uh, movie commentary, or maybe something we just kind of want to talk about, like what's wrong with space. We have that at our two-buck tier. Then finally, we have our five-buck tier where you have access to our monthly bonus episodes where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. Here's what I do get. Um, We're doing one of those tomorrow that's going to be coming out later this month. And then finally, we have our ten-buck tier where you, the fans, submit movies. You, the fans, vote on said movies. And we, the hosts, watch the film, record a feature-length commentary. Um... We have the results are in Tim. This is what this is what the people want us to watch. Good. I, I have no idea what any of this is for January this year. Coming coming down the list, Scream. Okay. One, I mean, a movie that really really terrified me as a child. <laughs> Twins. Okay. Okay. The Devil's Advocate. 
I don't think I've ever seen that. I know, I, I know of it. I know it. of it's um, Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino, but yeah, The Signal, two thousand seven. I'm not sure what that is. It's a horror movie. Um, I've been vaguely familiar with it. Hobo with a shotgun. Okay. Starship Troopers. Oh, that'd be a good. One. That's a good one. Uh, how old were you when you realized that Starship Troopers was not about was was a oh well in high school. Yeah. But all the all the time up before that, you're like, yeah, kill those fucking bugs because because yeah, it's on TV as a ki- yeah it's, it's it's just as a kid, it's just cool yeah soldiers shooting bugs, uh, and then they even forgot about that when they made the later movies, which yeah. helps to confuse the well, child. The mind. last one they made was an an was like an anime. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China, oh, which wow. I have never seen all the way through. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. It just I've just I've seen, seen little parts and bits and pieces. Yeah, uh, and then uh, finally, sorry, but this was vetoed two months ago. Tim, mm-hmm. you know it, and I know it. Soldier. Oh man. Um, so uh, seven results, seven seven options this month. Be sure to go vote on the Patreon page. There's a post out now, and then it's also linked at the bottom of the bonus episode. So check that out and let us know what you want us to watch. And we are we're gonna watch it by God. Yep. By God. <laughs> and uh, thank you to all of our current and former patrons yes. and future patrons for supporting the show. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, and uh, we just really appreciate it. So thank you. But now that we've finished all that filleting of ourselves and also the fans. What's your second issue? My second issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Uh, patio eating. Uh-huh. Why, why would I want to eat outside ever? If I wanted to eat outside, I'd pack a picnic, Tim. <laughs> um, why do that when you, you can, can just pay eat someone? You can pay someone to fix your food and also eat. You know, it, I get it. I get it if you're like in Southern California or Florida. Yeah, why the hell would you eat inside? Why <laughs> would you? Well, no. But where a place where it's temperate and there's there's like never, there's rarely a window where you can't, you yeah, couldn't yeah, eat outside. Yeah. But like in Oklahoma, uh, it's 30 degrees right now. The average temperature is like 40 degrees. Going into January, it's going to be 30 degrees. Going into February, it's going to be 30 degrees. And then March, it's going to be like nice 40s and 50s. Mm. April will be in the 60s. May will be in the 70s. So like April and May, those are kind of, it's, it's okay. You'd be yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. light jacket. But then end of May, early June, we start hitting 90s and 100s, and it's miserable, it's miserable. again. Yeah. And then it's miserable all the way through August and September. Uh-huh. And then October, it finally cools off for like two weeks, and then it starts raining all the time. Yeah. So why would you want to eat outside? <laughs> but what I don't understand more is that restaurants will like, put up plastic wrap around the patio and then seat that area year round. They're like, Oh, it's just like eating inside. No, it's not. It's freezing out here. <laughs> You've got a propane heater. If I'm near the propane heater, it's fine. Yeah. But if I'm like five feet away from the thing, I'm freezing to death. If you want to have more inside, just build some walls. What's the matter with you? <laughs> and the other thing about it is so, so say you live in one of these magical places where it's it's nice yeah, all the time yeah. and you just eat. There's there's one fatal flaw. Bugs. Bugs. You're going to have flies all over your food or mosquitoes trying to eat you or whatever. Rabid dog. Packs of rabid packs dogs. Packs of wild dogs trying to claw you apart. I just 
don't understand patio eating. And and I've even seen some places here, like on days where it's forty or fifty degrees, and they're like, oh, we our patio's open, we've got our heaters up, it's real nice. Like, are you are you out of your mind? Oh, <laughs> it was it was real popular in the in my co- the college town. Was, yeah, I bet. was there were a lot of places patio eating, and they would have their patios open year round, and they'd have their propane heaters up, or it'd just be miserably hot during the summer, and they'd have like a swamp cooler that like trickles water down the the fan grills mm-hmm. so that it blows like slightly more cool air. But yeah, I just, I've never, I have never gone out to eat and th- like, they're like, Oh, is the patio. Okay. No, no, the patio is not. Okay. <laughs> I want to eat inside. That's yeah. why I came here to eat. Ah, oh, it's just really frustrating. <laughs> the only time I can think of, I rarely eat outside. Um, unless it's during pre-June, you know, pre-June, yeah, that mar- spring, springtime. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's just not worth it. Oh, yeah, because it also rains all the time in the spring, too. Yeah, that's so, it. you know, it's like when when it's, that's why we're narrowed down to such a narrow window here of when you And then also, it rains so much that, like, even if it is a nice day, I mean, there's probably still rain left over from yesterday, like mm-hmm. all over the chairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you got to wipe them down or sit on a wet seat. Um, yeah, I, I just don't understand people that want to, <laughs> like people will want to eat on the patio. Yeah. Uh, my mom for Thanksgiving, she has this new house. It's got a big deck that overlooks all this land. And she was like, oh, I guess we could have eaten dinner on the on the patio it's not that cold like it's like 50 degrees like yeah it's not that cold if you're just walking around but if you're sitting you're gonna get start getting cold real fast yeah and i really don't want to eat dinner in my jacket <laughs> like i i didn't i this is a jacket that's fine for driving the car and mm-hmm. walking into a building but it's not a jacket that i want to sit around in yeah. uh i didn't bring a hoodie <laughs> it's yeah, and then summertime you'll have like a cookout. That's like the one time I can understand eating outside because you're already cooking out there. You're already cooking out there. Might as well eat out there too. Yeah, and then and then you you still have to deal with the bugs. But you, yeah, but at least you got like a bunch of smoke around you. You know, I thought you were gonna say the bug assault or that. Yeah, you bring your bug yeah. assault. Yeah. People really frown upon it when you go out to like a patio eating establishment and you've got it like strapped over your back like Rambo. <laughs> and you're like, sir, there are no firearms allowed here. Like, this is not a firearm, sir. This is a salt arm. Why don't you settle down? There's no fire involved, sir. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a one-man killing force against flies. I'm declaring war on flies in the community. Yeah. Uh, what? And, like, the, the chairs are never comfortable. They're always, like, the that wrought iron. Like, there's absolutely no give. If oh, there's, and there's if no there's cushion. A cushion. If there is a cushion, it's, like, wind or uh, sun sun bleached and yeah. and and starting to go threadbare yeah. or you're just sitting in like a crappy metal chair and the table's crappy metal and the umbrellas never like actually sturdy. cover anything or, and also it's never sturdy the tables are all well, the tables and the umbrellas are never sturdy no they're always like you can just rock them well and the and the way that the sun works is the only time that would actually give you shade is if high you're noon. high noon or if you happen to be sitting on the side that's opposite where the sun is yeah. in which in which i always anytime i get suckered into going and eating outside i always position myself in the shade spot or where the shade spot will be going yeah 
And then, you know, everybody else is sitting there like wearing the, it's so impossible to have a conversation <laughs> with someone while they're wearing sunglasses because you can't like look them in the face yeah, yeah, yeah. and figure out if they're lying to you. Ah, uh, or, and he, ah, uh, I really hate this is when you meet someone and they're like, oh, I brought my dog. So we have to go we have to eat outside, eat outside in the patio. It's like, why would you, why would you bring your dog? <laughs> we, I, I, we were going to have lunch. I was going to have lunch with a person today. Not a person. Not a dog. A dog yeah. If I want to have lunch with a dog, I go to the pound. <laughs> and I just listen. I just eat there while the dogs all barked and said, the whole fucking building of cacophony of noise. Yeah. And then, oh man, you got to really hope someone else didn't bring, also bring their dog. And those two dogs are like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, hey, you other dog. Yeah. I see you over there eating with those people. Like causing a scene. Yeah. I'm just gonna tie him up to this chair. It'll be it'll be no big deal. He's real sweet. Except you're probably like on this, you know, next to the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and then you're like, best case, you're overlooking the parking lot. <laughs> That's yeah. best case. Yeah. And then, and then be and I'm then thinking of like Cherry Street. Yeah, well, Cherry Street, you're right there next to the road. I was thinking of. Um, I don't remember where I was thinking of now, but there were a couple of places where like, you're basically just sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. It's like, you might as well have got this to go. And then you could have sat on the <laughs> trunk of your car. Yeah. Um, uh, Los Cabos that, that they really love their patio. They do like patio events all the yeah, time. Yeah, It's all right. It's, it's, it's super okay. Like at night when it's cool. Yeah. In the summer, you know, yeah. or in, you if know. there's a nice breeze, but sometimes like our summers, it'll just be, it'll be at night, yeah. but there'll be no breeze. So it's just like, but their inside is good too. So like, just go inside. Exactly. Exactly. Just go inside. And then, then there's also the thing where at a restaurant, like that's a big restaurant. Yeah. Like that, that can sit hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, There's like the weird, like patio dining thing where. Oh, like a Weber's root beer where. Where it's a window and there's like six seats inside the little five six seats, foot. and if you if you're one of the seats, you're also touching the other five people. Yeah, yeah. The 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 vestibule is like five feet wide and twelve feet long, and there yeah. are six seats in there. And then you order at a window, or you can sit outside on the hard concrete benches. Yeah, it's like oh, this is why I don't ever come here, and I always forget because like. The food's pretty good, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm like, why don't I ever go there? Like, I could easily pass it by, and then I go there, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking right. I have to sit on. They used to have an indoor place. They used to have an indoor place, and they closed it down and went to back to this like yeah. little stand, not piece of crap. Uh, there's another place like that in town. Uh, that's a burger. It's a burger shop like really? that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it is, but yeah, I don't. Sonic, Sonic, they like they have patio chairs. Well, uh, yeah, and stuff otherwise out. you're eating in your car. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you're going to Sonic. Why would you want to? <laughs> why would you get out of the car and sit there to eat? Yeah, that's just the only the only thing that yeah the only thing I think those are there for are people that walk up to Sonic. Well, and w- then those people just shouldn't be served. It's Sonic America's drive-in, <laughs> not walk-in yeah. drive-in. You get your food and you eat it all on the way home, like the fat ass that you are. <laughs> It's a good issue. Thank you. Thank you. Don't if don't invite me out to eat if you're planning on sitting outside. Don't do it. I'm I'm a human. I I hate you. What's your next issue? Uh, here's what I don't get. Bad choices in trailer music. Okay. Uh, I 
I brought with me some examples. So last week was the Game Awards, which is uh, Jeff Keighley's, uh, formerly of Game Trailers, his thing. He used to, they, when they, they used to be called the VGAs, they were on TV. Yeah. They used to get someone like Samuel L. Jackson to host them. Mm-hmm. It'd be real pretty cringy. And during right before commercial break, they'd show you a world premiere, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, game trailers went out. He did this. So he's he's doing it by himself now. Uh, he wants it to be like the Oscars. It's still, it, this year was the least cringiest it's been. Didn't they just like give Red Dead Redemption all the awards? It won a bunch of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Spider-Man was robbed. It didn't win any of them. Spider-Man didn't win any of them. This is great. It's the best game I've ever played. <laughs> almost. Except for the Mary Jane missions. Yeah. Um, and the Miles Morales missions. It was nominated for Best Music, which... No. Spider-Man was audition was nominated for Best Music? Yeah. That's a token that's, nomination. That's ridiculous. The music wasn't... It wasn't it's not memorable at all. No. It's just cinematic action music that plays while you're fighting. And you don't yeah. remember any of it. And there's a lot of... I bet you I could, I could hum a lot of the violins right now. That's that's the Marvel. That's just Marvel music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. I'm gonna let go ahead and let Tab play the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. It's a fight between Scorpion and Raiden. Get over here! Right? Yeah. Nice. Okay. This is the way all trailers start. Yeah. Right. Go ahead and describe it. Just like atmospheric. Yeah. Drones. <laughs> Fight starts and music, right? Okay, this is well. A- hold on, then like a song's gonna kick in. What the fuck? What the fuck is this? This is 21 Savage. Thank you, positive. This is this for the whole rest of this trailer. It's just a rap song. It's not just a rap. It's not just. Go ahead and pause it. It's not just that it's a rap. Yeah. It's a 21 Savage song. It's a it's a mumble rap song. Yeah. He's. It's. It's a fight between a literal evil demi because Raiden's evil now. He's an evil uh, demigod or god. He's a he's a, I think he's a god now. I don't know. In man. the lower, I think he's an actual god now, and then a like a mystical skeleton ninja. And I feel like they're this, beating the shit out of each other. I feel like this needs like either some like thrash metal, uh huh, or some like really insane orchestral like. Fast, fast-paced, yeah, horns and violins. Yeah, that's exactly what I. So it's it's not just that it was a rap. It's not just that it was a rap song. Because play the next trailer. There was this. This is the, this is the trailer from uh, for Rage Two that played at the Game Awards. Shoot it in the face. Shit, Look at that room. Okay, this is fun. Yeah. Fits well with the visuals, which are kind of uh, punk rock. See, it's bouncy and fun. Yeah, and like goes, it's wild and crazy, and, and goes with it the, matches the tone yeah. of. The, I don't know what Rage or Rage Two is, but based on the aesthetic of yeah. visuals, this music fits yes, well. Yes, it incredibly does. Like these cars, these dune buggies have like punk spray yeah. paint on the side. This is fun. Yeah. This makes me want to play this game. Right? Great choice of music. Yeah. But it is also a rap song. 
Yeah. Um, and I watched this in a haze uh, while I was with the flu, <laughs> while I had the flu. And um, I had to, like, I paused the video because I thought, like, maybe a, a window had opened and played, <laughs> started playing another song <laughs> during the fight. I thought maybe, like, it was just that, like, sort of, like, the low orchestral stuff with, like, the the sound effects. Yeah. And there was no music. And then I had to pause it because I was like, what? Did someone just... Did, like, an autoplay video start Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. Um, yeah. Man, but, like, incredibly upsetting. It's It's really bizarre because like it's his like the whole tone of that music is like it's downbeat and uh, like it's cold and yeah in a way that does not fit those two dudes beating the living shit out of each other so you remember you remember in the 2016s 2015 2016 when the the it became to like take a pop song and do like oh, a it, slow no, it still is. It still the, is the slow haunting version of any song. Uh, still, still the, the one that, the one that I can't help, but come to mind is the ghostbusters 2016. Yep. And then it's like 30 years ago, they saved the world and you're like, yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. They saved the world. Fuck you, fans. <laughs> we don't give a shit about any of that. Yep. Uh, I hate that movie so much. I want to, I want to, I want to see that trailer replaced with Neil C.C. Erga's Bustin. <laughs> <laughs> Bustin, Bustin, Bustin. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The, the slow haunting, but at least in those, like, they usually pair them well with the visuals, and like, usually they ramp up in into something. Yeah, yeah. You know, the funniest one I remember was um, watching the the trailer for Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider movie, the newer, the one. new one. And um, and so I'm watching it right, and the and the, and the music starts to kick in, and it's like, you know, those cinematic drums, and then um, and then it's like, I'm a survivor. I'm like, oh my god, is this a haunting cover of Destiny's Child Survivor? <laughs> oh man, I just started laughing my ass off in uh, in the theater. Um, there's that, and then there was um, the Social Network was one of the first ones. Oh to do yeah, it. that had the that was like the first Creep. one. It was Creep by Radiohead. Yeah, but it was uh, a a haunted slow version. haunting cover by a children's choir. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really done with trailers, I think. Yeah. There's one, there was, oh, it was, uh, it was the trailer for, uh, 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 oh, it was an Ubisoft game, Ubisoft's pirate game when they first announced it. Yeah. And it was a slow haunting cover of Prince's Crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, you know, so many trailers now, they just have stuff that's not real, you yep. know, like they'll they'll fake game footage. Yeah. They'll put in scenes to like make the movie seem bigger than it is. Mm -hmm. Like one of the biggest, uh, uh, most egregious ones I can think of is in for the Robert Rodriguez produced predators film. Yeah. There was a shot of Adrian Brody. Brody. Oh yeah. By, by, he, he's, he's like standing, he's like standing in the woods or whatever. And he's and, got, and like one set of tri dots shows up uh -huh. on his forehead and, and then, then like another, 15 more yeah, all yeah. over his body. Great and they, shot. They, they, and you're like, you're like, 
and the movie's called Predator, so you're like, like, oh man, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. And then that same shot is in the movie, but it's only one. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just like because Robert Rodriguez does that, where he'll just shoot stuff specifically for the trailer. And yeah. It's just like I hate you. It's the same thing with um, uh, Iron Man two. There's a in the trailer. There's a shot of when when uh, Iron Man jumps out of the the plane the plane to the expo to the expo. It's him and Pepper are on the plane, and Pepper kisses the Iron Man helmet. I remember that, and throws it out the back of the plane. I remember that, and he dives after it and puts the helmet on, and then lands in the expo. But in the movie, it's just it it teases you to think it's like an actual deployment. Yeah, and it's he's already fully in the suit and just jumps right out, and it's like. And he, oh, and then he says she kisses the helmet and throws it. And he, when he jumps, he says, "You complete me." And yeah. and you're like, you're like, okay. But then that's not in the movie at all. John Favreau, you <laughs> hack. You think I wouldn't remember? You think I wouldn't remember what was in the trailer for the movie that I came to see? Yeah. yeah. Uh, new Avengers, Avengers four trailers out. It is. Did you see it? I did. I liked it, and that it. Doesn't tell doesn't you tell anything. you anything other than Ant Man got out of the quantum realm somehow. Spoilers, yeah, uh, yeah. I it's a it's a it's very much a tone trailer. It's very much a what tone trailer? Yeah, yeah. Which uh, that that's all I need. That it, I mean, I the trailer that I would have done was just Kevin Feige walk out there and Feige whatever just saying like he just walks out and says, "Look, it's been ten years." You've seen every one of these other movies. Avengers 4, April 15th. Yeah. And and then you're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, you're going to see it anyways. Yeah. You know who's in it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have done... Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one. I, I was thinking of... the Before the, the trailer came out, I was thinking of maybe like an audio trailer. Like maybe the trailer just being audio. Just like... Uh, I'm thinking more of like a like a TV spot, like mm-hmm. a 30 second TV spot. Mm-hmm. Like it's just black, and then audio starts playing like, a, like an audio montage, mm-hmm. you know, and then just the Avengers logo, the A, like slowly fading in, mm-hmm. you know, until you hit the end. My other, my other option for a trailer would have been just a bunch of teaser trailers, and it would have just been every character that's in the new movie, but it would have been a progression of them from whatever they first appeared in. Yeah. So you do like yeah. you do like your 30 second Iron Man TV spot and it would be just clips from all of the different movies until uh, Infinity War and then it would be Avengers Endgame, which is the worst name in the world. Why wouldn't you call it Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Yeah, I don't know. Endgame? That is so lame. So <laughs> lame. You know how lame it is, Tim? How? It's the lamest Highlander movie. That's how <laughs> lame Endgame is. And, uh yeah, so then you you, you you like 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 you want to know the truth? I am Iron Man, and then Marvel logo, and then clips from Iron Man two and Avengers, and like all these different things, like the the stinger from the end of Incredible Hulk. Like we're putting a team together, and then you do clips from from the Avengers, billionaire built billionaire playboy philanthropist, and and then you work up to like the end of of Avengers, and it's like you know, have Thanos, like, I hope, I hope they'll remember you. And then Avengers Endgame. And do you do the same thing with Captain America? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, skinny Steve, I could do this all day. I could do this all day. (laughs) Do this all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
But what do I know? Yep. That's why. That's why Hollywood. You, you gotta. You gotta me. do the the market research. Market research. You know, to hell trailer with the cinematic music and the yeah, all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're Ed Boon, then you can just call up your buddy Twenty One Savage and say, "Hey, you want to write a song for Mortal Kombat?" <laughs> Even though you don't fit it, he'll be like, "Yeah, that's dope." And you're like, "Okay, we'll put it in the trailer." That is really just completely tonally mismatched. Stupid. Uh, well, I guess that's it. This has been here's where I'll get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's I Will Get, Here's What I Don't Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. So we got a few voicemails. You know what I didn't talk about? What? The voting from last week. Yeah. The uh, the big winner was last week. Yeah. The big winner was uh, Upstagers. But then upstaging that was actually vegans, the biggest winner. <laughs> oh, uh, follow, uh, so it was, it was vegans, then upstagers, followed by uh, consequences after the credits, and then the Tumblr ban. I guess yeah. most people do not think the Tumblr ban is an issue. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, I mean, just the like the cesspool that's flooding into all the rest of the internet. Yeah. Tumblr closed, but yeah, uh, that was that was the voting. I don't I don't remember any. Uh, comments that I saw, but here's some voicemails. Tim, Tab, hey, it's Lusos calling in from Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, guys, uh, I got a call at dinner from the Alumni Association. Lose my asking number. Asking me to donate money to the Homeless Student Association or scholarship or some stupid shit. That's so how got, valuable your degree is. I questions for them that they couldn't answer. First of all, why would a homeless person be going further into debt by going to college shouldn't they shouldn't they go to work at mcdonald's or something i mean when you're homeless (laughs) you should probably aim a little bit lower than accruing debt that costs more than the salary you're going to make i mean i don't know that that, that doesn't make any fucking sense no no. second of all i've been working for five years now out of school i still owe this goddamn college like twenty thousand dollars how much money do they need to get from me i don't even i don't even fucking go there i don't even get a free parking pass and they, they want me to donate a hundred more dollars. Fuck you. Yeah. So, uh, right, have a good one. When I, when I, uh, right before I graduated, I went in and changed all my contact info. So the alumni association will never be able to contact Wait. me. I got a call. I screened it. So I didn't answer it. Check the voicemail. Yeah. We're the alumni association. We're going to call you again in a couple of weeks. Lose my number. You guys, you fuck yourself. I need, I need to pick it up one day and be like, hey, look, look, hey, no, I've been in the building you're in. I, I, look, I know what that building looks like. I've been inside there. I know, I know it's your job. I know. Just, just delete it. Just, <laughs> just, just delete it. No one has to know. It's between you and me. All right? Just, just delete it. <laughs> Just go in there. Just go to the Alumni Association yeah. and have, make them delete your shit. Ugh. Stupid. Here's what I don't get. 
shit being left behind in the toilet at our uh, uh, school campus. At the university here, we got the automatic uh, flushing toilets. Um, I wouldn't be able to leave shit behind even if I tried. The automatic sensors are super sensitive. Yeah. They flush, like, constantly while you're trying to take a shit. Yep. <laughs> and I, I don't know how, but these guys managed to leave crap behind in the toilets. And it, it must take some Ghosts. sort of specific <laughs> technique in Ghosts. order for that to even happen. So that's why I don't get these, these guys who engineer a way to intentionally shit to leave shit in the toilet. Because those automatic sensors make it damn near impossible to forget to flush. Yeah, that is, uh, that's like some real sorcery. Yeah. Because <laughs> those things really are, they are super sensitive. They're going off while you're sitting there. They yep. go off when you, when, like, when you go to white. As soon as you stand up, yeah. You're pulling up your pants, that sets them off. Yep. It's like, <laughs> calm down, man. <laughs> what they need is like, a pressure pad. Yeah. Where you're so when you step off the pad, like when you're fully done and you walk out, step out of the stall, that's when it flushes. <clears throat> that's just my that's just my solution for that though. Hey Tim, Tab and Todd. It's Dead Helm from the Animal Shelter and uh I here's what I don't get. Um people that pay hundreds of dollars to get something like a turn signal or something like that fixed at a uh, car dealership or something. Oh, yeah. It literally took me 15 minutes to replace all my mom's back brake lights and turn signals. And, you know, if I were a mechanic, that would have cost her $300. But, you know, doing simple shit like that and changing the oil, you know, is almost free and inexpensive. So why does everybody, you know, waste time? And money doing that instead of just doing it themselves. Later. I uh, I take my car in to get the oil changed so that if the plug doesn't get put back in and the engine seizes up, it's not my fault. <laughs> but, um, to answer the question, uh, some people will pay just to not not have to do it. Not have to. Do it. Yeah. Uh, lights and stuff. I'll I'll fix lights all day. That's no big deal. I'll even fix like more major things. Mm-hmm. Like replacing my own starter, yep. changing out radiator hoses, replacing a radiator. Yep. But at a certain point, your time is less valuable. Your time is more valuable than the cost of whatever the thing is. And not to mention, like, uh, you know, there's always that panic mode. So, like, say you have two days off, right? And I'm like, okay, I got, I got the day off. I'm gonna do my breaks. There's the there's Something a moment wrong. Of, there's a moment of panic where the the wheels off, the calipers open, the brake pads are out, and you're like, if this shit doesn't get back in here, I have no way to fix this or get to get more parts to fix this. Yeah. And also, I need this car to be running tomorrow so I can get to work. Yeah. Uh, which is a lot. Which is why people usually don't mechanic. do their own brakes. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, the mechanic will be like, "Oh yeah, we have this done by five o'clock." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Okay, cool. I'll go get a burger." Yeah. Sit around for a little bit and come back. Or, uh, you know, sometimes places will have uh, loaner cars they'll give you. That's always nice. Or yeah. a courtesy shuttle. When I took my car in to have the airbags done, 
uh, the recall finally yep. taken care of. They're like, we will have your courtesy shuttle. I'm like, does the courtesy shuttle go all the way to my work? And they're like, uh, yeah. Like, uh, that's mm. a little worrying. <laughs> but then fortunately, I got it scheduled for a day that I had off. So I was like, you can just drive me home. And they did. Cool. Was it an Uber? Or- no, it was like through the dealership. It was a oh. dealership car. It had the Patriot Auto logo right there on the side. But it was basically an Uber. <clears throat> More or less, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, there's our, uh, that's our voicemails. Thanks for listening, guys. 107. 107, Tim. Your 54th episode. That yep. makes you the second longest running host of Here's What I Don't Get. We are now tied with Biggest Problem for a number of episodes. That's one thing. So we're about to bypass the biggest problem, which is, yes, we are. I think for a lot of people, the apex of podcasting. <laughs> and, uh, one, you know, I think one of the strengths of our show that Biggest Problem uh, lacked was our ability to adapt yeah. and that we're constantly evolving. Uh, you know, we, we've gone through three host changes mm-hmm. at this point, And in a lot of ways, the show is completely different. Like I know everybody talks about this all the time, but yeah. the show is completely different than it was in its original thing. And it's not, a not just a format. It's not just a host. It's not just the, the way we interact, but it's the ability to like, we've, we've added Todd into the show now mm-hmm. and I know uh, opinions on him are divided, but opinions on pretty much everybody had been divided <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, at one point or another. So that's why I want to give him the benefit of, you know, letting the show happen. And, yeah, of course. Uh, you gave it to me. So. Yeah, letting him get comfortable in, in, in a role. Because, uh, you know, even even you go back to when I took over for, for Chaco, yeah. and it was me and Buck, and there's, like, there's this awkwardness, and mm-hmm. there's, you know, I don't, I didn't, talk on a microphone every week i, yeah, I didn't talk yeah, yeah. on a microphone at all the the a the most amount of talking on a microphone i did was this uh check one two hey 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 ooh, ooh, ooh. check test Arr. test her her yeah. uh that was it so like you got to get comfortable and then the fact that you can hear yourself in your ears that's really disconcerting it is yeah um, but eventually, eventually it just becomes natural. And, um, yeah. So I think the show, I, this is, this is a show that I am very confident. will just keep on going and going and going and going because, you know, at some point if I need to step away mm-hmm. because of work or because I, you know, if I end up going on tour here in another year or so, uh, or you need to step away. Yep. I'm confident that like we could just hand this off and be like, here's basically how the show works, but put your spin on, put your, do your thing. Yeah. Cause like when you joined, we changed a lot of that. We like strictified the format and yeah. changed the way the news works and added things. It's like, you know, do, do something like listen to a dozen episodes and then figure out what you like, what you don't like, what you think you could add and make, make, you know, here's when I'll get 3.0 a thing or 4.0. Yeah. yeah, this word, yeah. So, or five I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's just to say thank you everybody for yeah. supporting the show for 107 episodes. Uh, we're gonna make it to 108 next week, and um, you know nobody's nobody slept with anybody's ex <laughs> yet. Nobody's uh, been kicked off an episode for any reason yet. Yet. Uh, 
But yeah. A lot of yets. A lot of yets. A lot of yets. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>